Okay, well it's almost Christmas, um, it's December, um, and we're almost uh, Christmas now, so I thought it was about time for the podcast uh, to say um, thanks for your attention this year, and um, Merry Christmas, uh, it's a good time at the moment in Valencia, uh, people gearing up for Christmas, but remember, we've got one difference in Spain than other countries, so uh, Christmas isn't the biggest gift-giving time of the year, much bigger than that is... Uh, King's Day on the 5th and 6th of January. Kings arrive on the 5th and on the 6th. Um, all the gifts are given to the kids, who then immediately go back to school. But um, anyway, it's a welcome to the Valencia Property Podcast. And this month, we're talking about a lot of different things. And I think you're going to quite enjoy this. Uh, this is an interesting time of year, I think. And uh, now, let's get on to the first thing, which is mandarins. <laughs> Actually, it's mandarins and fruit in general, really. Um, um, I've been going through about five, six, eight, ten, twenty mandarins a day uh, for about two months now. And I think this is the best year ever for mandarins and, and fruit in general in Spain this year. Uh, we've had quite a bit of rain compared with other years. And therefore, all the fruit this year is uh, quite juicy. Uh, the mandarins are the best I've ever had. You know when you open up a mandarin and you get that really dry one and you're really disappointed? That hasn't happened once this year over here. And the prices, I mean, you're looking at two kilos for um, one euro, um, which is good. I got a melon today, which is 50 cents a kilo, uh, two and a bit uh, kilo melon. Um, it came to about one euro 25. It's, it's huge. It's huge. Um, you know, it's a really good place for eating your fruit and veg. I once did a video on YouTube. If you go to the Valprop page and look for fruit and veg in Spain, uh, you'll find it. But it just shows you how cheap... Uh, the fruit and veggies over here uh, my local fruit shop of course here in La Pobla um, but you know that's just one of the aspects that's quite good about living in Spain um, what I'm going to tell you about really is one of the other aspects that was quite good in Spain we're, we're in December now and to the night is the coldest day um, that I've known really uh, in the last few years um, when I took my wife out this evening she's, she's out for the school Christmas party when I took her out it was one degree which it's cold, of course. It's very cold. Um, but it's not normal. Um, but November wasn't normal neither. Um, in November, uh, I went away to Manchester uh, on the 27th, 26th of November, 27th of November. But before that, every day in November had been over 20 degrees in Valencia. It was t-shirt weather all month. And this is absolutely ridiculous that in November we should really be having 20 degrees uh, temperature. But we've got it. And global warming? Mm, not sure. It was just slightly abnormal. But uh, what we've got now is that we're into December uh, and the weather's been erratic, to say the least. Um, the weather now is looking Christmassy. And if you can look, if you're watching the enhanced version of the podcast here, you'll actually see that there is a picture at the top, which is another uh, picture taken a few days ago because we did have another cold day where it rained for a few days and on the mountains around the Turia Valley well you got this bit of snow let's have a look at the picture see what you think it's a nice place to live around here As I was saying, uh, December has been very busy, very, very busy. Uh, it started off, I went to Manchester, as I said before, for three days. I went to a conference about um, 
well, sort of about internet marketing, but it was, um, you know, how to optimize websites and things. Um, obviously, the Houses for Sale in Spain website is um, one of the main uh, website properties that I use. Um, that is that started as an experiment in February and has gone from strength to strength and is working really well. And what I think you find is that more and more sites are going to come online now uh, through the stuff that I learned at this conference. If you want to know anything more about it, just uh, uh, give me a send me an email on uh, greyhunt at gmail.com. That's greyhunt, G-R-A-H-U-N-T, at gmail.com. And I'll send you some uh, some information uh, about how you can make websites. And you can also do stuff like domaining and buying domain names and things like that, and uh, possibly make yourself some money and give yourself a little uh, give yourself a little job as well. If you're coming over to Spain, remember we're always looking at the way that you can uh, do jobs in Spain and how you can earn money rather than just teaching English. Um, remember the audio books are in place. Um, if you want to go to housesforsaleinspain.net. Um, and then put after that backslash audio, you'll find more information about the audio books. Um, but anyway, here we are. Um, and after my visit to December, I got back uh, to December, to Manchester. I got back and basically prepared three sales. Um, we had three sales uh, at one stage. They were all due to go through on the 14th. And I'm sorry, but that would have just been impossible. Getting three lots of sellers, three lots of buyers, three different notaries. Um, uh, I might be omnipresent, but I'm not that omnipresent. Um, so anyway, uh, we eventually put the three sales over a period of five days. Luckily, got everybody in the right place at the right time, all the paperwork in place, everything. And all three sales went through fine, um, culminating in last Wednesday, uh, the third of the three. Now, I've got to say, um, it was a lot of work. And I've been feeling rotten since then, um, since we finished. It's been, I wouldn't say it's been stressful, but it's been... Um, a very very busy time and now we're getting to the end of that uh, period now we're getting to the end of the busy period and um, we're so i wouldn't say we're closing down for christmas because i'll still be working uh, but we're uh, toning down things for christmas still doing some work obviously this po podcast is one of them uh, but there's not as much work going on as there was in the first half of this month uh, i'm a bit quieter now However, you can go to the website and you can still see some really good stuff up on the website and I'm bringing in more and more things every day. We've got a new property in Laliana, which is the place where all Spaniards want to live, or Valencians want to live. They would love to live in Laliana. And we've got the, and 260,000, this four bedroom, three bathroom house is actually a nice bargain. Bitten in a motorway, um, but good communication into Valencia in 15 minutes, possibly 12 if you're a quick driver. But um, have a look on the website, see what you think. Uh, some really good stuff uh, coming up on the website at the moment. We've been concentrating as well on um, flats, attic flats in towns and flats in the city as well for the type of people that are coming over. That's the sort of thing they want at the moment. So hopefully something that's going to interest you as well. Um, we're going to talk about different things for sale later as well. But um, for now, let's get on to the next part. So what is the next part? Well, very simply, it's my overview of the year. Um, what you can expect of the Spanish property market in the next year, but also what's happened this year. Um, now, about two, three weeks ago, I actually called the bottom of the market in Valencia. In my opinion, I, I think prices have, uh, have hit bottom in Valencia. Um, I stick by that, despite the pessimistic uh, 
sounds coming out of a lot of places. The BBVA bank, for example, has said that uh, prices in Spain have still got a 20, 27% to fall. I possibly agree with them. Asking prices in certain areas are ridiculous. Uh, people are still asking prices from 2007 on the property and haven't moved it since then. And really, they've not dropped that sort of price isn't realistic and you're not going to sell your property i just don't think the average price is going to decrease by 20 27 percent um the vast majority of the properties that are on our site um are at good sales prices and the reason they're at good sales prices because i don't accept them if they're not at good sales prices let's face it um if i've got five properties for sale and let's say the 200,000 200,000 200,000 200,000 240,000 similar properties there's no way I'm going to sell the 240,000. So what's the point of putting it on my site? What's the point of wasting my time? What's the point of wasting your time? What's the point of wasting the owner's time, giving them hope that they're going to sell? So anyway, what I try to do is give the owners an honest opinion of what the property is worth and get it at a decent price and a competitive price. As I've said before in these podcasts, we deliberately target uh, people who are selling the houses and going back to the UK because they can actually reduce the price a lot more than the local market or the Dutch market or the German market. They can actually reduce the price a lot more because of the weakness of the pound. Uh, that's one of the advantages that they have. But anyway, the Spanish property market in itself has suffered this year. The official figures say that there's been about an 8 to 15% drop from peak prices in 2007. That's absolute rubbish. There's been a much higher drop. Um, lots of the properties we've got on the site are down 30-35%. Basically, that's where they should be. The OECD actually said that that is where Spanish property prices were going, 30% down from peak. That's where the prices on my site have got there. So, do you think they'll go down any further? Well, there's a possibility. I don't think so. Now, next year, you're going to get a lot of bargains coming onto the market from banks because at the moment, um, there's a very, very low interest rate. Uh, the Euribor, which is the base rate uh, for uh, working out mortgages, is 1.14% at the moment. So your mortgage is going to be around 2% if you're paying at the moment. Now, that's not very high, and most people, if they're not losing the job, can actually afford to pay the mortgage. Um, that means, of course, that not as many properties come onto the market as repossessions as were last year when interest rates were at 6%. Saying that, interest rates could go up in the next year. Um, if the recession ends in the rest of Europe, then you would expect interest rates to rise somewhat. Uh, not much to start off with, but rise a little bit. And that will put more properties onto the repossession market, fortunately. Uh, for you as a buyer, it gives you a great opportunity to get a good deal. Um, that people will be wanting to sell before the banks repossess. And if they do, that gives you a good opportunity. But at the moment, the best opportunities, as I've just said, are with English-based buyers or people who are, who are changing the money back into pounds and therefore will sell their property at a discount to what they bought it at and still come out with the same number of pounds, possibly. <laughs> So what else can I tell you about the Spanish property market? Well, um, I've written a couple of articles, um, one wrote mid-November and I've just written another about segmentation in the Spanish property market. And those articles have been echoed by Mark Stucklin, who writes for the Sunday Times, and also Nick Snelling, who's a writer and uh, writes a lot about the Spanish property market. Um, what is segmentation in the Spanish property market? Well, 
when you see a report in the newspaper in the UK, you know, it says the Spanish property market is in deep crap and, you know, nothing uh, is right about it. Well, that's absolute rubbish. Um, the Spanish property market is in trouble, there's no doubt about it. Um, but every property market in the world, more or less, is in trouble. Now, there's nothing different except for the fact that there's a huge oversupply of properties in the Spanish market compared with other markets. But the huge oversupply of properties are concentrated. Uh, they're concentrated around Madrid, for example, um, also on the costas, um, uh, beach places. But in general, central Madrid, for example, central Barcelona, central Madrid, uh, so central Madrid, central Valencia, uh, central Bilbao, all the big cities. Um, when you get to the centre part, there's a limited supply, always. Uh, there's always a limited supply in a big city. And if there's a limited supply, there are limits to the price drops. And that's where I think the calling of the bottom of the market has happened. I don't think that prices are going to drop much further in central Valencia. I don't think prime properties anywhere, the prices are going to drop much more, unless the seller is in absolute uh, deep doo-doo and needs to sell. Um, it's not going to happen, and because... Let's imagine you've got um, London, you've got the square mile in London. Well, the square mile is a square mile and there's a limit to the amount of buildings you can have. The buildings aren't going to change, the offices uh, aren't going to get more. Uh, you're not going to have major changes there. And therefore, it's always in demand because people want to be in the square mile. Well, you do that for any Spanish city. Central Madrid, there's nowhere else left to build. You can't build higher, there are limits on the building. Therefore, the price per square meter is always going to hold up more or less after your initial shock of prices, which is what's already happened. Same in Barcelona and same to a certain extent in Valencia. Um, there are certain places that will be built on, there are empty plots. But in general, most of the city centre is built and therefore most of the city centre will retain its price. Most of the areas around the beach are built. And therefore, most of the areas around the beach will retain the price or possibly even get better in certain cases because in that area, it's been regenerated. So in the future, you may get price rises. I'm definitely not going to say there's going to be price rises in the near future, but in the long term future, you might well get price rises in that area. Um, so where can you expect to find good deals? Well, you've got to look at various aspects. And again, I say look at my blog on housesforsaleinspain.net about this, but You've got to take in, into account various factors. One, it's location. That's always been true, always will be true. Uh, one is uh, design, for example. If you've got a brilliantly designed house, it's going to sell better than a poorly designed house, obviously. Um, next, and this is very important, not many people think about this, I don't think, is um, the facilities that are in the local area. If you're buying a property that's got facilities in the local area, you don't use, need to use your car and everything. Therefore, again, we look at city centre flats where everything is to hand. That's very important because as the price of petrol rises over the next few years, decades, etc., and as we've got past peak oil, it will do, um, obviously, if you've got facilities to hand and you don't have to use your car for everything, uh, you've got much more of a chance of uh, living a happier time than having to get in your car for everything. If you live in a property that's 10 miles away from the coast, uh, with no facilities to hand and you've got to hop in your car for absolutely everything, well, of course, it's not prime property. The various other considerations are views, for example, uh, areas of outstanding natural beauty, which now are protected more in Spain, just like they are in every other country. So there's not going to be massive amounts of that prime property coming to hand. Now, if you can get a 
city centre flat with brilliant facilities with fantastic views of outside space because it's an attic and long etc of everything else as well you know lots and lots of different uh, aspects about it um, it's not going to fall in price simple as that that's my prediction anyway And what do I expect in the next few years in Spanish property? Well, I expect flatlining of prices. I don't expect prices to rise. If you manage to get a bargain, maybe you can make some money in that way. But, you know, what we're looking at now is the bottom of the market. Uh, 5% more down in certain areas, etc. 20% off in the coast, 50% off in the coast. I don't really care about that area in the sense that it's not my area. But I think there'll be greater falls there. Let's say there's a 5% extra fall in the property prices. As a maximum, uh, therefore, the best bargains are always around before you hit bottom. I think the best bargains are around now. You can pick up some great deals. The three sales were made last week. Um, there was a house in Liliana, which was at two hundred thirty-five thousand for a six-bedroom house. Great price. Uh, Central Valencia flat, um, currently two bedrooms, previously four, therefore lots of space, and that was one hundred fifty thousand. And there was a wreck. Uh, in Godelleta, which we sold for 70, which is about the price of the land. But the person who bought it has decided that he's going to do it up. No, that's up to him. But basically, uh, the three sales that all went through were all great bargains for the people who bought them. And that is the thing. There are all great bargains available. And one of the interesting things, all the people who bought were Spanish. Do you hear that? All the people who bought were Spanish. The Spanish are back in the market because they realized that the prices are good if you can get that good deal. Tell you something about the sellers. All of the sellers were English. Tells you where this thing is going, yeah? Target the English sellers if you want to buy, because the English sellers can sell at a decent price. Hopefully, that's the lesson. If you learn anything else from this at the moment, that's the lesson you want. The English sellers won't hate you for it, because they're getting a great deal with the pound at 106, 108, maybe 110. They bought their houses when the pound was at 150. If they haven't got a large mortgage on it, they can take a 20%, 25% hit without losing any money when they convert the money back into pounds. If you need to know any more about the convert money conversions, just get in touch and I'll put you in touch with a couple of FX companies. It'll tell you a lot more about how it works. But basically, you needn't lose money as a seller if you've managed to have your house at a higher price, a lower price now than when you actually bought it. It's an amazing thing. You can play with the FX. So before finishing a couple of things. Firstly, we've got a new service. We've got a new sales service for people who want to sell the property. We've teamed up with a major UK property portal and an agent in Girasol Homes. Now, what we're offering here is a service for people who are actually uh, trying to sell the property to try to move that property a lot quicker. Um, the way we're going to do it is by huge amounts of advertising, really. Um, that's, that's the only way I can say it, really. Huge amounts of advertising. Um, so what we're going to do is we are looking at giving advertising on all the major property portals. Uh, that's the Spanish ones, Quiero, Spanish Living, uh, various others um, the major ones in the UK like right move property overseas etc and um, what would prime location amongst those and what we're going to do is all the advertising is going in there we're going to make those properties much more visible on the website 
and you can do this for uh, an exclusive charge. We can also, if you want, offer you services to give you your own website, which you can uh, make your property stand out from a crowd. You'll have a link from our website uh, straight onto your website as well, and you can talk more about your property there. You can blog it. You can do anything you want. Um, we do a lot of social media um, uh, work on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, etc. in order to get your message out to the greatest audience. Your message being the course that you want to actually um, sell your property. The more eyeballs that are on your property, the greater the chance you've got the property being sold. We can do high-definition videos. We can do a lot of stuff. Now, we can't guarantee that we'll actually sell it, but you don't pay us until you sell it. And if you want to have a look at this um, this offer, uh, ask me for the PDF. I'll send you uh, a copy of what we're offering, and you can actually have a look, decide whether it's for you. Remember, in a competitive market with a million and a half homes on sale in Spain, it's quite a good time to actually think, well, maybe I should be doing this to sell my property. Yeah? Might be a good way of getting uh, more people around to see it. So anyway, that's it. There's no more uh, from this podcast. And hopefully in the next one, uh, which will be done in January, we'll be giving you lots more news about our new service as people take on the offer. As usual, or rather, so as usual, to finish off, let's just say, you need to get in touch with us. There are various ways. Firstly, email. Uh, the best email to catch me on is greyhunt at gmail.com. That's greyhunt at gmail.com. If you're interested in the property, go to info at valencia-property.com. That's info at valencia-property.com. If you need to ring me, you can ring me on 961662892. That's a plus three four for Spain. And then 961662892. If you need to Skype me, you can Skype me on Graham VP. That's G R A H A M V P. Graham VP. G R A H A M V P. And if you just want to have a yap, uh, there's no problem. I'm available for that. One of the other things I would suggest to anyone who's interested in buying a property in Spain is that they get the audiobook. It's well worth it. It'll save you money when you use our services as well. And the audiobook is housesforsaleinspain.net audio. Now, housesforsaleinspain.net is houses-for-sale-in-spain.net. Okay, so go to that address and then backslash audio. You'll find all you need to know about the audiobooks, which are about making a life in Spain. There are now 19 interviews with people on the People who've made a life in Spain are very successful in Spain. Why don't you two get yourself over to Spain and look forward to seeing you soon. Valencia is a great place to visit. It's a great place to live. Get yourself over here.